Warning, this episode contains foul language. And that's it? That can't be it. And that's it. weirdos you are listening to keep it weird the podcast for all things strange unusual paranormal supernatural creepy sticky gross scary and everything in between each week we have the pleasure of sitting down with a friend and chatting about something weird this week is part two of our hometown haunts new york episode and i am joined once again by my lovely co-host lauren and our good friend native new yorker steve lakioma Last week, Lauren brought us some crazy town true crime stories out of the Empire State. Next week, I'll be bringing you some of New York's spookiest haunts, and I'm telling you, the spookiest flippin' haunts. But this week is Steve's turn to shine as he tells us some tales of monsters and mayhem throughout New York State. That's right, this week we're chatting about cryptids. Oh my god, it's my all-time favorite. So grab your binoculars, strap on your tactical vest, and get ready to explore the lakes and forests of the beautiful Knickerbocker State. Before we get started, one, I wanted to remind you that during our Christmas to March-ish hiatus, we will still be releasing episodes and newsletters to our patrons. And if you're interested in joining us there, you can check out www.patreon.com slash keepitweirdpodcast. $5 a month gets you a newsletter and 10% off merchandise. And $10 a month gets you a newsletter, 20% off merchandise, and a bonus episode every month. And during hiatus, there will be two episodes a month. Also, before I get started, I have a story that didn't make it into the actual episode. And I'm going to see if Joey will come in here and let me tell him a tale. Joey? Recording? Yeah. Oh. Should I grab a microphone? Yes. Hello. <clears throat> hello. Hi, Joey. Oh, hello. How was your Wednesday? Terrible. Mine too. <laughs> Thanks for asking. A lot of crying. <laughs> Is that what you called me in here for? Yeah. I had a terrible day. Have a good episode. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Um, I wanted to tell you a story um that didn't get told on this week's episode. By okay. me, and I just wanted you to be in the room because it's funner to tell a story to a yeah, human um, instead of a. Um, I'm happy room. to sit here and exercise active listening skills. Good. Okay. So it's super weird, and it's uh, then it then it's really depressing. Right, you're, wait, I'm sorry. You are you telling a mm-hmm. weird story on this show, and then it gets depressing. I'm in. Okay. I want to tell you and our listeners the tale of the Clawfoot people. Of Zor Valley. They sound hot. <laughs> hey, is it Zor or Zoar? Oh, I don't know. Oh, it's in New York. I didn't know if you it's knew. It's in New York? It sounds like it's on Krypton. 
Well, <laughs> it might be because Zoar Valley or Zor Valley, I don't know, is gonna, a small gonna, area. Z O A R. I'm going to say Zor. Zor. It's a small area near Gowanda, New York. I know where that is. Okay, cool. And it has a long history of the strange and unusual, but one of the weirdest has to be the Clawfoot people. So in the late 19th and 20th centuries, many of the inhabitants of Zor Valley were all descendants of the same woman, an English prostitute who had settled in the area in the 1800s. There were over 200 relatives of this prostitute living in the area and all were known for their strange appearance. Due to exposure to syphilis, the prostitute passed on a genetic abnormality to all of her male offspring that caused their hands and feet to be deformed into claw-like extremities. That is unfortunate. <laughs> yes. Um, as the family grew and grew and the abnormalities appeared more and more in the residents of the town, the Clawfoot people became legendary around New York and they eventually were shunned and they were social outcasts and they became pariahs. Basically. That doesn't sound like people. Yeah. Not the people I know. <laughs> None of the people I know. Obviously, this had severe psychological effects on the members of the family. One man had a complete emotional breakdown, of course, and he used an axe to remove his fused fingers. Isn't that sad? Could he hold it? Well, I guess he just did one hand. Did he just like smash his hand on <laughs> yeah, top of an axe? I guess he did one hand <laughs> and then the other hand stayed clawed. Or Because okay. if you can hold an axe... I mean, back then, you, that's kind of all you needed to do. True. I mean, I guess he just, you know, was ashamed of himself. Hey, no, I, I'm just making tasteless jokes. Yeah. But also, I think you're Please right. Continue. Technically, I think you could chop your fingers off with one hand. And then once you chopped your fingers off, you could just hold the axe with your knees and slam your hand down on the blade. Yeah. This is sounds, stuff that we don't need to argue about. Sounds better than my Wednesday. <laughs> Go ahead, continue. Um, okay, so another story that came out of there was about a man who was miraculously uh, not struck with a condition. He lived a normal life, and he got married, uh, but he did not tell his wife that he was a member of the infamous clan of Clawfoot people. Their first son was born, and he was struck with the affliction because he still carried the gene. And the wife abandoned both the husband and the child after the child was born with fused fingers. She sounds like a sweet gal. Well, in the 1920s, the Clawfoot people got together and did the most depressing thing in the world. Every member of the family got together, male and female, and made a pact. No member of the Clawfoot people would marry or have children in an effort to stop the deformity from being passed on. The Clawfoot people chose to exterminate themselves. Not kill themselves, but just not breed anymore. They all held true to their promise, and one by one, they grew old and they passed away. And today, no member of their family lineage remains alive. And it's so sad because today their condition could be like easily corrected by surgery at a very young age. And if they had only held on for one more generation, it would have been okay. Yeah, not to mention the fact that there are like a billion families on the planet who should probably stop breeding and let their family lineage die out. And these people weren't one of them. Yeah, I know. And the ones that, you know, should be doing it uh, are running the country. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Run the country. So that's that. Anyways, that's my really weird, depressing that story. That was super weird and depressing. Thanks yeah. for making my Wednesday even shittier. Yeah, but now you get to go and watch Rick and Morty. Well, at least now I get to go into the living room and sit on the couch and think, man, 
At least I have fingers. <laughs> See? So, yeah, a little perspective. Yeah, Never you're hurt welcome. anybody. Thanks. Do you want to say goodbye to our listeners and tell us to have a fun episode? Goodbye, listeners, and I hope you have a very fun episode. <laughs> Wherever you're headed at the moment, whether you're traveling to work or home from work or maybe off to see a guy or a gal that you got a funny little butterfly feeling in your stomach about. Whatever you're doing, I hope you're having a good time. It's Black Friday. What? When this episode comes out, it's Black Friday. Oh, God damn. That was, <laughs> you can't just, I was like, oh my God, I have to call my family. I missed the sales. <laughs> oh my God, I missed Thanksgiving. Uh, Well, happy, happy Black Friday. Yeah. Happy Black Friday, you fucking corporate shills <laughs> standing in line for your fucking flat screen, you breeders. I don't know. I hope you have a great day, everybody. <laughs> Bye, Joey. Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Um, anyways, uh, enjoy the rest of the show. Uh, let's move on to monsters, which guess what, oh. listeners? I'm not For doing once, it. Ashley's not this doing it. Week. I I am doing it. I am doing, doing it. Doing it. I'm so I love excited. Monsters. I yeah. Wait. And I love cryptids. I'm right. And you, since childhood, right? Yeah. So yeah. I started to think, where did this fascination with cryptids come from? Uh-huh. And I uh, kind of diagnosed it two different movies. So I'm a, I'm a movie sure. freak. You're a movie guy. I like movies. Yeah. I grew up watching everything. So Harry and the Hendersons. Yes. Even though it terrified course. me as a kid. Yeah. I was, was obsessed. Creepy. Yeah. I just was, you know. But once I got over the fact that. You know, it was just a guy in a suit, Kevin Peter Hall, who also mm-hmm. played uh, the Predator. Yes, and he was oh, the shit. yeah, he was awesome. the first xenomorph in Alien. Oh, same wow. guy, and he was in Big Top Pee Wee. Well, yeah, there you that's go. the most. He's had a career. He was the tall man. What a he guy. died shortly after Big Top Pee Wee, oh, unfortunately. Very uh, sad to hear. Yes, but so that, and then there was a little movie. I don't know if you guys have ever heard this. It's a movie called Babe, and it's not Babe Picking the City, okay? It's just called Babe, and it came out, I, I think it was 1985. It's not about a pig. No, it's not. Oh. It's about a group of scientists who go to the Congo and discover a brontosaurus, okay? What? And it's a, it's a you know, a, a baby brontosaurus. And they're like, oh, and they call it Babe. And it's them trying to protect it from the government and stuff. And it just, as it as a child, it got my wheels turning. Like, could there, I was obsessed with dinosaurs, so I was like, "Could there be a dinosaur? Could there be a dinosaur? Yeah. Could there be a dinosaur? Is this real? Yeah. So I would it's have my dream. Gr- yeah, that 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 I could go to the Congo and meet a dinosaur right. named Babe. Um, Babe. So I made my grandmother uh, take me to uh, what people used to call libraries. This was a thing for oh, the listeners. I've heard of, I've heard uh, of them. Yeah, you would go to the library yeah. and you would find Check a, out a book, book, right? And then you would read a book to get your information. That's amazing. And I became obsessed with, you know, Nessie and anything that, so throughout the years, that's where, you know, that's where your it head just was built. At. Yeah, yeah, so now I'm an adult it. and I'm still fascinated. Good. And so when I started going through New York cryptids. There were some I was familiar with, and then there were some I wasn't. But little fact first, so now I'm going to get into it. You ready? I'm yes. ready. Did you know Ooh. that New York is bigger than the country of Nicaragua? Did you know that? I did not. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That's pretty wild. Right? New York yeah. State. Uh, it also is, uh, I got to get the exact, let's see, it is 8 point, no, 18 point nine million acres of forest land. Oh, in the, wow. Yes. And the 
telling everybody this because when you think of New York, you think of New York City, and that's yep. great. It's a fantastic city, but there's so much more to the yeah. beautiful Empire State than just that city. And there's also close to 8,000 freshwater lakes. Mm. So we're talking a lot of lakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it a is, lot of large bodies of water. I mean, Minnesota is the land of 10,000 lakes, right? right? So we're almost rivaling. We're almost up there. Which you would never think of. No. They would never right? associate New York with that. I love it. So I'm going to start with a couple that I had never heard of right. uh, because I was like, well, this is a little crazy. So the first one is the Wild Men. You're no. the wild men. Okay. Intrigued. So the wild men were these large, hairy, man-like creatures, obviously. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the first settlers reported, this is back in the 1800s. A lot right. of this stuff is 1800s because people okay. were, you know. Uh, so back in 1818, they started writing these stories about the wild men. And this was northern New York, so around mm-hmm. Plattsburgh area. So that borders Canada. Okay. Um, and... There was a, the first encounter of a wild man was in a town of Ellisburg near the Canadian border. Mm-hmm. Uh, a gentleman of unquestionable veracity. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's what they. That's, that's, is, a, that's how is, they describe the wild man? No, this is the guy who saw it. This is the guy it. who saw it. Okay. Yeah. But this was how he was described? This is, this is what I, I read. Like, they that go, is a very sweet description yeah. of this wild man. Right? <laughs> no, this was the guy who saw it. So okay. a gentleman of unquestionable veracity okay. saw a hairy, stooped man running through the woods. Uh, the townsfolk went out to hunt for this uh, wild man, but never found him. So this was in 1818. Now, fast forward to 1838. A young hunter told his father he had run in... Had a run in with a hairy boy. Okay. Oh. Yeah. In, a baby. Uh, yeah. A little baby. Eighteen thirty-eight. Yeah, a little wild boy, man, man, boy, <laughs> uh, near uh, the border of uh, Pennsylvania. Now, so okay. this is the opposite side because you know we're in the yeah. area called Silver Lake, New York. Um, so he was told to shoot anything that was in a person or domesticated animal. So he tried to shoot this little six-year-old boy that's what he said he said he saw white it. people yeah have been crazy yeah forever long time. for a very long time right? it's like you saw you saw a child with body hair shoot, shoot it. it shoot that fucker shoot, shoot it. it right yeah. away we don't, don't need that blink okay do not blink shoot it so he did Kill shoot shot. at it but he missed because he was nervous and he was a, a young man himself uh but he missed and it fled up into the trees, he said. So it actually oh. scattered up into the trees. So now fast forward again to 1869. A group of 100 people saw a mild man, wild man in Steuben County. And Steuben County, again, is up in upstate New York. Um, the monster screamed as it ran with a, and this is in quotes, a springing, jerking hitch in his gait, which gave him more the appearance of a wild animal than a human being. Okay. Okay. According to the Plattsburgh Sentinel, that one witness told that the wild man had long matted hair, a thick black uncombed beard. The wild glaring bloodshot eyeballs uh, were gazing through the forest at him, and it was bursting from his sockets, whatever that means. Then it says, the <laughs> haggard, unearthly <laughs> countenance, the wild, beastly appearance of this thing, whether man or animal, has haunted me. This was this young gentleman giving his report. Yeah, this isn't the kid. Horrible. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, again, it's not saying My that My instinct were... wouldn't automatically be to shoot at it. No, me But either. I would definitely be frightened. I'd yeah. be like, very shocked yeah. to see this. And, you know, it's not saying it was... This last one says it was a little bit larger. Uh, the prior... 
didn't say anything about the height, but then this last one in 1895. So now we're getting a little closer to the 20th century here. Uh, in Margaretville, New York, again, upstate, up around the Adirondacks, uh, a wild-eyed man or ape with long, hairy arms stood in a road. Uh, the monster, at least seven feet tall, screamed. Whoa. Uh grabbed one of the man's horses, dragged it into the darkness <gasps> at the side of the road. Okay, A farmer shot at this ape-like creature, but the beast threw him to the ground and ran off. So now between then and now, there's been a hundred or so sightings, uh, especially in the 70s and 80s uh, in the Kinderhook area, which again is up right a little, I'd say, east of the Adirondacks. Um and they've called it the Kinderhook creature. So there's these different ape-like wild hairy men running around yeah. the forests of New York. But have you guys ever seen the bear that walks on its hind legs in New York? No. No, I don't Do think yourself so. a, a favor Look and listeners as well. There's a bear. His front paws got injured and he walks like a man on oh his hind Yeah, gosh. through New York and New Jersey. Uh, that sounds cute. Is it cute or it, is it terrifying? It's 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 cute at first, and then you go, wait, that's He's a gonna kill fucking me. bear, and yeah. it's walking on its hind legs, and Fair. he walks like, yo, what's up, guys? You know, and <laughs> he's just kind of like, he's and snapping, it's, yeah, and he is. He's like, twit- he's got a cane, and he's, but his hands are like <laughs> this. So, oh my god, yeah, because you know, with a lot of these, they they try to debunk them with right. cryptids, right? Oh, it was like, a bear. It was a bear. Oh, it was a wolf right. that was on mm-hmm. its hind legs. But with like, this, this is I've never really heard of. Sass, you know, anybody squatching in, you know, Adirondacks. So this kind of caught me off guard a little bit. So that was the first one. I'm going to kind of, I'm going to go through a couple of these. I'm going to just, this one, I'm not going to, the Cardiff Giant, you ever hear about this in Uh -uh. Cardiff, New York? Uh, They uncovered a 10 foot petrified man on a farm. Uh, And the farmer, William Newell, started to display him for a price of 50 cents and started saying it was biblical because in the Bible they talk about giants roaming the uh-huh. land. So Goliath. He said, exactly. Yeah. He said this was from, uh, you know, the, the biblical times. But okay. And there was a and sh- the Garden of Eden is in Missouri, right? Mm. Or New York? The Garden of Eden, I think, is in New York. Is it? No. Yeah, because the giants are there. So Right. Okay. So well, because the Mormons, there. don't they believe the Garden of Eden is like... In Missouri? Missouri? Somewhere in the Midwest. I've never they... been to Missouri, but I've been... <laughs> I can tell you right now, yeah. I have been to Missouri. That's <laughs> the Garden of Eden idea. is not there. Maybe we need to have a Mormon write in and tell us, but they like didn't they uncover it somewhere in the Midwest, and that's also where they uncovered the book. The that book they now of Mormon was New York City. God okay. sent the book to New York. Oh, well, then maybe it was New York then, because I thought they but were the Garden next of to each Eden other. is somewhere in the United States as well. I thought maybe the book and Garden of Eden were found close together, and that was why everyone was like, so it must be. <laughs> But maybe I'm, somebody write in and tell us. There Please. has to be a Mormon that listens to us. <laughs> and mean, we don't mean to offend. No, it's just no. like that, educate um, us. This, educate us and also, no, no offense. Yeah, it's I'm not in Missouri. The <laughs> Garden of Eden's not in Missouri. I'm going to second care. that. I'm going to go yeah. out on a limb and say the You know what's in Missouri? Meth. Meth yes. is in Missouri, not the Heroin. Garden of Eden. But, uh, it could be in New York. So. I mean, it could be. True, there's a lot of beautiful places. Yeah. I believe New York. Central Park. And like, have that you guys ever heard of the Manhattan Man. Project? Do you know about this? Manhattan? Uh, National Geographic. So. They found maps and they got scientists and they were able to uh, digitally recreate the island of Manhattan and what it looked like 
Back you know, in the day. 400 plus years ago before we came in and started putting in neon lights and, uh, you know, tap dancing Broadway shows. Um, it was a island that had so much beauty, the food, the, the oysters, the, the wildlife, there was, you know, mountain lions and dolphins swinging and swimming in the Hudson Bay. So it could have been garden of Eden. a garden could of have Eden, been the garden of Eden, right? Somebody tell us. So we're looking <laughs> to you, but I digress. Yes. So okay. the Cardiff giant real quick, uh, it got a lot of uh, fanfare. So PT sure. Barnum tried to buy it off the guy for $50,000, yeah, but the guy was like, Hey man, I'm making 50 cents a pop off yeah. this. All right. I don't need your 50,000. Barnum's are so money hungry all the time. Um, but in 1870, it came out that it was a hoax, that a guy oh. buried it there himself. He created it to a tobacconist. A tobacconist? Is that how you say it? Sure. George Hole admitted to creating the giant and planting it to be discovered by the well diggers. He wanted oh, it to be discovered. It was discovered at a well food. that they were digging. Yeah, but so that that really kind of pissed me stuff. off. <laughs> That really um, pissed me. That really, <laughs> yeah, grinds my gears. Really grinds my gears. We've all heard this one. I'll just touch about on this: the East River Monster. Yeah, Do you remember yeah. this one, which was actually mm-hmm. just a raccoon that was <laughs> right. Uh, but now we're going to get into ones that I was familiar with. Okay, up. so Ooh, the fun. first one was Champ. Have you ever heard of Champ? No, but I'm excited. Champ is a water monster. Yes, it is. Of course, Lake, you know about this Lake Champlain. Yes. Okay. Oh well. So for now those it's of less you, fun. I was yes. like, they call him Champ. Yeah, was he an amateur boxer? Like, on, what was champ. he good at? It was just Champlain. All so. Right, well. so for those of you that don't know, Lake Champlain is in upstate northern New York. It borders Vermont and Canada. Uh, it's 490 square miles, and it goes, uh, I believe, it's 400 over 400 feet deep. So it's a pretty big lake. It's big, yeah. yeah. So, um. Yes, so it's home to America. So now it's America's most famous lake monster. Oh, more than Nessie? Well, America. Oh, you're right. Sorry. Fine, fine, we're in the U.S. (laughs) Everything's fine. I was about to throw this table across the room. Like, anyone says Nessie's not the most famous. No, that hundred completely fair. So, um, so the uh, the local American Indians, the Abenaki, uh, the Abenaki Iroquois, they were called, had stories of a river river monster called. Tatoskak, okay. which translates to, um, I don't know, I was going to try to think Big of something. Fish. Yeah. A horned Big serpent fish. that lived under the lake. The first European to see the monster is disputed, though the popular story is that Samuel D. Champlain who the lake is named after, saw something big in the water, but Champlain's sighting was of something less than 10 feet long, and that's not what prior sightings with the Native Americans had said. So in July 1819, Captain Crum... This is a real captain, okay? Sounds like a serial. No relation to Captain uh, (laughs) Known. Captain Cracker? Yeah. Crackers? Captain Crumb of the ship Bullwagga. Okay. You're making all of this. No, no. This is a fake story. He saw a uh, black monster that stretched 187 feet. No. Right? Uh, no. The monster had a head like a seahorse. Uh, it stuck about 15 feet out of the water. Had eyes the color of a peeled onion. Three teeth. <laughs> three teeth. Three teeth. And a white star on its forehead. Wait, this what? kind of sounds fun. It sounds like uh, <laughs> like a show I'm going to watch star- on Disney Plus yes. when yeah. I get home. Like, I was going to say. Or it sounds like this eel monster was also into disco. Yes. Yes, with the star. <laughs> it was like, well. And he comes like, hey. hey. Swimming and dancing. Swimming. 
That's my life. my teeth. Yeah. Three of them. Oh, the three teeth makes me think it's a child's character. It's like, gosh, kiddos, when it comes out of the water. I just now see a show, Captain Crumb and the Star Horse. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Well, we're going to write it after this. Nobody steal it. Thank you. So, yeah, so people were like, okay. Uh, Copyright. The next sighting, uh, a railroad crew in 1873 saw a serpent with silvery scales in the lake. Uh Sheriff saw a 30-foot-long water serpent as well around that time. Still too long. And a steamship uh, said it collided with a water monster and it almost overturned it. So this is all during that kind of 1870s time. Right. Um, To this day, sightings are still reported. Um, Mm -hmm. There was a photograph taken in 77 and it resembled Nessie. Okay. But uh, what they think this is is similar exactly to Mm -hmm. some of these other monsters Mm -hmm. that this is what i think it is too so and i'll just go right to so now there's a couple like new york state has some huge lakes so aside from champlain the finger lakes which we've all heard right right? these glacial lakes here from the finger lakes yes (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly right i want you to announce me every time here from the finger lakes so the finger lakes are are long and deep they're they're glacial lakes Uh and uh I believe it's either it's Seneca or Cayuga. They actually, uh, the military test submarines in them. That's how deep it is. Wow. Yeah. That's so crazy. I didn't know this, and I've been up to the Finger Lakes. Great wine up there, by the way, if you like a nice little uh-huh. or Let's go a, wine a tasting in the Finger Lakes. Uh, so Lake Cayuga is one of the Finger Lakes, uh, and it's over 400 feet deep, 66 square miles. So that's another fairly big lake. It's one of the smaller Finger Lakes, though. So in Cayuga Lake, there's Old Greeny. What? Uh, this is another monster. Is old Greeny? Old Greeny. Not as clever of a name. No. <laughs> old Greeny is like, you didn't I'm going to guess no. he's green. That's a good guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's green. Okay. Like old and purpley, old. <laughs> like old Greeny that is not creative. I just, I, but it, it yes. So okay. there's Old Greeny there. Sure, he's right. up in the, he's in the lake. Um. So the reports of Old Greeny date back into the early 1800s. Again, there's a theme here because mm-hmm. people are starting to, you know, the Dutch started to settle New York, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. people are seeing, you know, and the Dutch are just like, yeah, well, this old, <laughs> this old Greeny, yeah, it's in, the, in, the, in, the, in the water. That's that's more German than Dutch. Uh, yeah, but, but we can take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone Thanks, understands. Guys. Thank you. You should hear some of the shit that comes out of our mouth. Do no, you want to try the Australian? No, one I again? don't, okay. Ashley. You, you do. Can you I do, do an Australian? The worst Australian <laughs> accent you've ever heard. <laughs> the 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 clock no i can't yeah Nothing. i don't even know Not, what that yeah no. i was okay. gonna say the clock is on the wall and i couldn't even you said the click is yeah, in the, the way is anyway. mate, i don't even know what mate. accent that is nope. that's a bob dylan accent that's my australian i like i truly cannot Good make job. it happen unless i say like "Good day, mate and i hate that because that's so but that awful. can be uh-huh. australians tell you they're so annoyed when you say that mm-hmm. so i don't want to be offensive so i try to come up with creative phrases but then nothing comes out mm-hmm. it's all good day mate Cl- clock is on nope it's not bad it's no not that bad. wasn't bad it went a little worse. british yeah, yeah well okay. you know what's fine so anyway, dutch german old, doesn't matter old greeny um <laughs> so in the early 1800s there had been sightings and then in 1897 the ithaca journal stated that people were reporting to them they're too afraid to get into the water because they 
they've been seeing old, old green. green. Yeah. Um, and then in 1929, vacationers reported seeing two creatures about 15 feet or more frolicking. That's the word. Fro- I was like that frolicking, frolicking. which yeah. may, leads me to believe Seriously. it was two of them. They were they were like, having a good time. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're on a date. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, old greeny and uh, I don't know, young greeny. Young greeny. You know? And I love it how you're like people were reporting they were afraid to get in the water. And it's like, I'm afraid to get into water where there's regular size fish. Yeah. Like just like regular. Yeah, it's okay if you're fish. afraid of the water. Totally. Some so when you're are. like, yeah. there might be a monster in there. It's like, cool, cool, cool. I'm actually going to move yep. to a new state. That's fine. I don't yeah. want to be anywhere near the water. No. Yep. Um, but then in the 1970s, it gets ugly. Oh, That's no. the word there. It began to get ugly. <laughs> dun, uh, dun, dun, that's dun. when a toothy eel attacked a swimmer. In Lake Cayuga, which to me that's Tooth terrifying. Eel. Yes, that is terrifying. It's eels act, are one terrifying. Of my yeah, the moray eel. You look at that thing, and that's—I mm-hmm. mean—that's a monster. Aff, yeah, it looks like uh, tremors. Yeah, it looks like oh, a graboid. And yeah. Who wants yeah. that near you in the water? No. Well, that was—I was terrified of tremors as a kid. I, I thought they you were know why? Come. Oh man! Well, man. several million reasons. Yeah. Yes. But it was all practical effects. Yeah. It was a real thing. I so loved you, it. Yeah, and you see that wiggling thing that actually looks like somewhat real yeah. yeah it's not a computer a and you're like no 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 yeah. please yeah it was yeah so i thought the nightmares. graboids were gonna get me when i was a kid nope. um so yeah so it attacked- yeah my dad got me sorry just no no, no uh, I, wanna, I love graboid talk. my dad got me a pogo stick one year and i never i refused to use it yeah and he literally was like why won't you like here's how you use it and i was like Dad, watch this. You also have me watch Trimmers. And I think you got me this pogo stick as a sick joke. <laughs> and there was, and what's it her name? just rusted in my fucking. It was the girl from Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Uh huh. Her name escapes yeah. me. Before Jurassic Park. Way before yeah. Jurassic Park. Um, yes. Anyways, so, Graboids. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so, it attacked a swimmer. Nice. Uh, and then sightings became a little sporadic. And people started to think it was just probably a sturgeon. And that's what, and there's a couple of other little things here that just people kind of talking, talking jive about it, you know? Right. But there's a lot of sturgeon in New York. Mm-hmm. And have you ever seen a sturgeon? I don't, I don't think, think I have. So. Sturgeon. Are they um, just long fish? Imagine a shark. Okay? okay. Now remove the scary shark head. Give it like a, uh, I don't know, almost like a a pointed beat up nose. They're just an ugly looking fish. Okay. 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 But the body itself looks like a shark or a dolphin. And, yeah. Okay. And they can grow up to 10 feet oh, wow. and they sometimes launch themselves out of the water. And there, there's a lot in the Hudson. Um, so they think it could have been a sturgeon. Okay. But they also think it was an eel. Okay. Because that's what they think Nessie is as well. Not to bring it back yeah. there. Did you hear about this, by the way? I don't yeah. want to go off. They think it's yeah. like they a, did the DNA giant uh, testing. Oh no, there. I don't think I saw. I, oh yeah, I don't think so. Oh yeah, it just happened like last week. What? They got Wait. the scientists to. So now that they can, tested its actual DNA. They can no. What they do is this. It's this new thing where they take samples throughout the lake, everyone in the lake, and they can get the DNA from animals, whether they're pissing or shitting or scales yeah. or whatever. Oh yeah. And they found that there the is dirty. a species of eel. That lives in the lock, and they think it could be this species that you know when Pangaea was happening or whatever. It just kind of and it grew and it didn't have any natural predators. So it's just a giant eel, giant eel, and the lock Whoa. supposedly has so many huge caves that it can just just hanging out exactly and hiding away. So that's Man. what they. Well, think. that's what happens with like enormous catfish. Mm-hmm. Like catfish don't really have. 
such you know freshwater fish they're huge and they're dumb and yeah but they don't have a lot of natural like predators yeah especially in like the midwest and if it's a True. deep enough lake and there's places where these catfish can just like sit down there and get fat mm-hmm. they will be huge they will be in nor- they will be like the size of a car yeah which i they're don't want to see <laughs> no because have you seen their mouths they're awful yeah. you can stick your and whole they have arm like whiskers. people go noodling you're not going to go noodling oh, with that oh my gosh the idiots noodling. Like yeah, noodling. But they like noodling what it. if a car grabs onto you <laughs> yeah, yeah car you're, grabs you're onto noodled you, you're yeah yeah you're dead um, anyways but yeah so now there's Seneca Lake has a supposed monster. I, I looked up a lot of these. Nothing really like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my uh, God, this is for sure a monster. Yeah. No doubt about it. And then there was one that I had to look up because this is one. Now we're getting into two that are near and dear to my heart. Uh, so I used to go to Lake George growing up as a kid. Um, Lake George is called the queen of all lakes. Oh, It's known as one of the most pristine and beautiful lakes in the country. She's dainty. She is. <laughs> she She's is. a dainty lady. And she sits up um, I'd say it's perpendicular to the beginning of the Adirondacks. It's okay. uh, kind of, it's not as high as Lake Champlain, but it's a gorgeous lake. And they used to say there was a, a monster in there named Georgie, of course. George. And we would go as Little kids Georgie. and I was terrified of Georgie. Yeah. Yeah. And we were water babies. I was a very fortunate kid. I didn't learn how to swim. My parents just threw me in the water mm-hmm. yeah. and me too. said, figure it out. swim. And I, I love, so going to Lake George and yeah. it's a pristine, I mean, you could see 40 feet to the bottom yeah. and I just was always terrified of Georgie. And of course you go to any local place, there's t-shirts, Georgie. Right. And you know, you find old man withers like, what well, Georgie used to come more on Diamond Point <laughs> well, and I saw eat him the once. cats. And I'm like, oh, not the cats. Yeah, all the kids are terrified. Yes. But it came out recently on this guy's deathbed. Because there was photographs of Georgie that it was a hoax, and he was a performance artist who had painted a log to look like a sea ser- serpent oh and taken gosh. pictures, and so the whole town of Lake George was like really upset because they were yes. making a lot of money off of it too, right. because people were coming to buy Georgie T-shirts and try to find Georgie, and of course, Don't tell us it's a log. Yes, and there was the pictures of it as a plesiosaur. There was the pictures of it as you know a, a sea serpent. So they were very upset. If I was about in that. this guy's room and he was on his deathbed, and he's like, I, I have to tell you something i made it up i would grab a pillow yeah, yeah. be like no no sh- and be like you're dying anyway yeah you're gonna die with your secrets his head in the bucket like <laughs> they did that two-year-old yeah, yeah. Yes. who didn't the, deserve it water this guy this yeah. dude. he's already on his way out right just, just put it quiet sh- now sh- 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 don't ruin our tourism yeah. don't guy. ruin and don't our ruin lives let's see if i can find i'm gonna blast this guy's name out there yeah please do <laughs> his name remember him was harry watrus wow harry watrus you piece of poop you know and he did it on a bet, actually. It was a bet. Uh, it was a wager. And wow. back then, it was probably for like a nickel. You Not ruined. worth the nickel. No. So, yes. Now, this one is near and dear to my heart. I didn't know about this. I only have two more. This is one called Kipsy. Okay. Now, growing up in Newburgh on the Hudson River, uh, there's major little cities along. So you have Beacon, Newburgh, and Poughkeepsie. Yes, yes. Heard of Poughkeepsie. 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 So Kipsy. So this has been going on very recently where all these have been in like, you know, the 1800s right. where people were right. making alcohol and, you know, thinking they saw a hairy <laughs> kid running in the woods. This is a little more like, okay, maybe. Uh, so witness reports of a water monster that inhabits the Hudson River between Manhattan and Poughkeepsie. Uh, some witnesses say they saw a shark or others um, a sea serpent, but according to um, most sightings, uh, it's these humps in the river, right? No. Oh. What they think it is. Um, oh. Oh. <laughs> 
that side. So just the Hudson River starts at Lake Tier of the Clouds, just okay. so everybody knows. It's 315 miles. Okay. And at its deepest, it's 200 feet deep. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so is it big enough to hide a sea monster? Maybe in parts. Right. Um, but they did some research and they found out they believe it's a manatee. That, what? Yes. So manatees have actually been spotted off the coast of Long Island yeah. in New Jersey. Okay. And they believe that a large manatee made its way up the Hudson because the Hudson now uh, is as clean as it's ever been in the last like 100 years. Wow. I know this because I'm obsessed with bald eagles and they've returned. And uh, beavers have been making dams oh, in and around the Hudson and beavers are very finicky about their their agua. Um, so creatures are finally coming back to yes. the Simpsons. To the like, thank you for the Garden of Eden. To the Garden of Eden. So they're returning. There have been sightings of these huge manatees going up and down the Hudson, and that's what they believe it is. Whoa! That or a sturgeon. Okay. So now I like manatees. They're cute. Yeah, and they're in they're um, little chubs. Uh, I almost said Lake of the Ozarks. It's not Lake of the Ozarks. What is it in Florida? What in the the big like marshland? Oh, the Okefenokee Swamp. <laughs> that's real. <laughs> is that that's real? a real thing? Yeah, Okefenokee Swamp. Fake. No, that's real. O- I, oh my gosh! Yeah, that's real. I know this because I was also obsessed with alligators growing up as a kid, and there was documentaries yes. on the Okefenokee Swamp, uh, and it's one of the largest swamps in the country. Oh, uh, but what were you thinking of? Everglades. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I think the Okefenokee Swamp is in the Everglades. Okay, maybe Part not. Maybe not. I could be wrong. <laughs> We're looking it up. Okie, the Noki. It's spelled, yep. yeah, okay. Ophi Kenoki Swamp. Yep. I don't know if it is in the Everglades. I just saw it and yeah. am shocked. And yeah, because I was obsessed yeah, with alligators. Wow. And this is a perfect segue into my last cryptid. Is it gator-like? It is. Oh, no. New York City sewer alligators. Yes. Oh, because this is terrifying. This is terrifying. And this is true. Yeah. What? Yes. So I'm going to cry. And it's funny when you think about it. So um, it's over, you know, the last hundred years, people have claimed to see, have seen alligators in, um, in sewers. In sewers. And they actually have found alligators in lakes around New York. In Queens, there was an alligator. Mm-hmm. And in okay. uh, in Long Island, they found in a, in a lake. Um, were they small? They were small. They were okay. like two to three feet, four right. feet. I think the biggest was about six feet. Um but what happened in the in the 30s with tourism, a lot of rich people were going down to Florida because that was like the, the vacation spot. Yeah. And these rich people were going down to Florida and buying baby alligators, pet gators, you know. And there was also a thing in the 50s where you could order order a pet alligator online and it would come. Oh, my dad right. was telling me about it. Like, yeah, you know, you could order a pet alligator. And I was like, the fuck? Why? It? Why and would it be a $2? Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I what was happening, yeah, who, like, that's the, like, maybe, not even, even a pet tiger sounds more enticing yes. than it, because I I'll could do something Ming. with that, yes. right? Yeah. yeah Ming. Um, so what was happening is now these alligators are getting really big, mm-hmm. and, you know, they're going, what am I going to do with this? And mom's going, get rid of it, flush it down the toilet, which probably too big, so they would let it go oh, into the sewer. So it was an urban legend until one was spotted in 1932. Okay. Excuse me. 1935. All right. And this is how it goes. This is this is great. So, in 1935, two teenagers shoveling snow in East Harlem came across one of them coming out of a manhole cover. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Right. Oh man. And 
so one of the kids' names was, where is it? Michioni. Okay. Oh, no, no. His name, this is great. Salvatore Condolucci. Okay. Oh, which is my people. Man. Okay. Yes. So Salvatore, they, they got, he wrote down what he said. He, it was a 125 pound alligator that they saw coming out. Oh, my okay? God. So he screams to his buddies and he goes, Honest, it's an alligator. Honest. <laughs> and the two boys began to beat the ever loving shit out of it. Well, oh, no. The uh, alligator. Yes. They took the shovels. They were shoveling. They were just stuff. horrified. No, it's a fucking alligator. Yeah. Okay. They looped a rope around the animal's neck, pulled it onto the street, beat the shit out of it, which is great because, like, you got him. Yeah. You might as well, like, nobody's going to believe. But, right. Yeah. You right? got to make sure he's sedated a little bit so you can drag him somewhere. And they, uh, and then they just, like, dumped him in, like, a, like a garbage can. Like, okay. Like, that's the most New York thing. <laughs> Bye. Like, well, a fucking alligator. Let's beat it to death. Where are we going to put it? Eh, just in put the it garbage. in the garbage. Like, go <laughs> show take someone yeah. that you found it. Why'd they put him in the garbage? Because they I just, can't. yeah. Um, and they, um, out, the other guy's name was Mr. Michioni. They don't give him a first name here. <laughs> oh my gosh, these I, I can't find it. Yay, yeah, Salvatore Condolucci. <laughs> and then Bo- I mean, it was Bobby Michioni. It, it had to have been Bobby. Yeah. Had to have been. Um, but I actually watched a monster quest about this. Nice. And you uh, alligator could survive in the sewers of New York City for an extended rats. period of time. There's rats. Mm-hmm. They said that even in the dead of winter, it always is about 85 degrees down there. So oh, it's true. The right climate right? for them. Oh my right climate. Gosh. And the other thing is alligators, all crocodilians, which is alligators, crocodiles, gharials, caimans, are impervious to a lot of diseases. So they could sit in a cesspool and not, you know, if there's shit and piss and not, right? So they could survive Ugh. in the sewers of New York City. And that just tickled me. I just so thought that was wonderful. they could still be hanging out down there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, God. And gosh. I don't understand why we haven't had that movie yet. We That's did have that true. movie. What? In the 70s with Robert, or no, excuse me, early 80s with Robert Forrester, rest in peace. It was called Gator. And it was about an alligator that got really big in the sewers and came out and started eating people. No. And Robert Forster. Is it good? No. Oh. <laughs> no. I guess that makes sense. It's tough. But it, let's fair. remake it. Yeah. I mean, I lo- like Lake Placid. I love alligator love Lake crocodile Placid. I love Lake Placid, but it is part of the reason that I don't like to go in lakes. True. I'm like, he's for sure down there. And Betty White is just feeding him. Spoiler yeah. alert. And that happened yeah, over Betty. here, too, by the way. They, they found an alligator in Lake Machado, or Machado Lake, which is Ooh. right over here. And now it's in the Where? L.A. Zoo. Ugh. Yeah, his name's Reggie. That's a fun name. Only, but, I only know ugh. that because I was at the zoo last night. I don't want any gators coming yeah. my way. But yeah, I think out of all of them, you know, again, I I figured it was going to be a lot of lake stuff because that's yeah, what I grew up hearing. Right. You know, and uh, I was really entered, really, really, uh, it tickled me with Kipsy because I was like, hey, that's my right, that's my neck of the woods, you know? Yeah. Hey, Kipsy, um, feels close, right? But the alligator one, I knew. I was like, listen, this is... That's gold. <laughs> Here's the true story. True. Hold on. Listen to this on. true story. Salvatore Condolucci. Okay. He's an honest guy. Honest. Honest. He's an honest. alligator. I'm honest. an alligator. Honest. So, my so favorite good. were the wild men. Me too. Yeah, I love that. I'm fascinated by them. They weren't described as like Sasquatchy and Bigfooty. No. Those were kind of like, like I don't know, more like more ape than men, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And these sounded like it was just like... Uh, like a just family hairy dudes. A family of hairy, hairy people. people. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't sound like it was like Gigantopithecus, which is what they usually, you know, say, well, 
Maybe it's Gigantopithecus, which I would, that's what I always think it is. What's Gigantopithecus? Oh, Gigantopithecus. Gigantopithecus <laughs> is a extinct form of orangutan that oh, no. stood over 10 feet tall okay. uh, oh my God. and uh, could stand on its hind legs, um, were extremely intelligent and could live both on, um, you know, land and up in the trees. Uh, and they were all over this great continent. Um, and so that's, it would be easy to blame it on. Them. Yeah, and that's kind of they went extinct. They said we like ten thousand years ago, I believe. Okay. Um, but yeah, there know. could be a gigantopithecus up in I Plattsburgh. Mean, that's the thing, like especially in like the very very lush wooded areas mm-hmm. of this country, and even more so like Canada, mm-hmm. which hop skipping away right there. Um, I just, I, I refuse to believe that we know every single creature that lives here. Impossible. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's too much I refuse. Yeah. There, it, there, there are creatures living Not deep that in the I forest necessarily that we believe, about. you know, like, oh, Bigfoot 100% exists. I do okay. think he exists. But, mm. like, the idea that, discovered. like, there's a, a, a native ape Something. of some kind yeah. right. that lives in the in the woods of North America. Yeah, it's silly to say yeah. there's just no way. It's not it's like nothing we've ever seen. Yeah, okay. Well, that's possible. I mean, it's the same we we bring this up on every cryptid discussion, but giant squid. Yep. Oh, yeah, I mean. They didn't exist. They didn't mm-hmm. exist. They didn't exist. It's not true. It's a myth. And then 88 hey, Guess what? It exists. washes up. Boom boom. Yeah. There right? boom, boom. And there's boom. probably one that's bigger waiting to Oh yeah. Me. Oh, 100%. They ju- we, they just found a baby. I know. And they were like this isn't even an adult you and guys, it's enormous. We just don't know. It's no. We just don't know. So yeah, so I do think there's hairy men living up in and they're not just 100%. Mm-hmm. Northern New York mm-hmm. and Canada, mm-hmm. they got some hairy men. They getting cra- and they're not just like wearing flannels and like walking around. <laughs> You know, it's like like hairy man. Okay, really hairy. That's so, yeah. your that's his Maria impression. Yeah, that's my I know. I love when you impersonate yeah. Maria because it's so wonderful and spot Steven. on and great. I just like when like Steven. I'm telling her about these things and she's like, "Wait, listen, listen. <laughs> Did you hear?" I'm like, "Wait, wait, babe. I want you to read like, oh, okay, you got that one. Let's see, because I was gonna say like, you're not gonna talk about." <laughs> You're not going to talk about, like, old greenie? (laughs) I even, I know about old greenie. Shit. Maria. I know. She's going to smack me when she listens to this. Why do you tell me when I talk like that? Maria, we love you. Maria, you've been on the show. We know. We've heard. (laughs) Yeah. My favorite Maria moment, just while we're shouting out to her, was when I was telling her about the Mandela effect (laughs) on that episode of Glitch in the Maria. She lost it. She lost her mind, immediately opened Google, like, live during the episode. As I'm telling her stories, she's telling the stories back to me from Google because she couldn't believe it. She's like, did you hear about this one? I was like, yeah, that's actually the story. I just was yeah. about to tell. Wait, but did you hear about this? That's my wife. Like, yeah, she uh, lost Maria, it. Uh, this is a, yep, that's yeah. what I'm here to discuss today. <laughs> no, 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 wait, I'm going to say it. I got to say it. <laughs> I know you got them, but I don't know that you got them, and I just found them. I just found them. <laughs> I got to tell the world. It, I loved how blown her mind was. It made for a great episode. Jeez. Yeah, not a lot of people knew about the Mandela effect I when didn't. we first did that episode. Now I think it's it's, it's more, more so, popular. Yeah, it's pretty mainstream. It's out there. And there's been new ones that have popped up where it's like, it's wait, still didn't bonkers. you this? Yeah. I still will never get over the Shazam Kazam debacle. Oh, anyway. yeah. Yeah. With the, with, what is it? Sinbad? Everybody thinks it Sinbad. It was made with Sinbad, but apparently it wasn't. No, it's Shaq. It's Shaquille O'Neal. he was a cheat. And it, it was around the same time that Sinbad did First Kid. Mm. Yep. Which is kind of the same dynamic yes. with like 
I know, and kids. so I'm Sky sure that's exactly what my brain is confusing it with. But man, I swear but he was a genie. Bernstein Bears. Yeah, that that's that one bullshit. Too. <laughs> yeah, it's that fucking one. bullshit. That's right. I agree completely. I swear they changed the spelling, and they're just trying to trick us. Yeah, but they claim that they've never changed nope. the spelling, which makes me want to flip this nope. table. Same computer and all. Yep, break <laughs> all of our equipment. I have nothing to do with that. You guys go for it. Before we move on. Mm. First of all, thank you. Oh yeah, I love those cryptids. So good. Oh, I have so much. Yeah, I love it. But before we move on, what's your like favorite cryptids worldwide? Worldwide. Yeah. Oh well, I I'm obsessed with uh, anything to do with the water. So anything that right. exists underwater, because again, because it's so obviously out there. Yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> and it's so mysterious, and it's going to be so hard for us to find it. But it's fun to imagine. Yeah, and I just I believe that. There, there's so much unexplained stuff out there. There's mm-hmm. got to be, and not just in the oceans, but in the lakes. Yeah. In, mm-hmm. So I, if I had to pick one, I don't know. I mean, any any kind of, and again, I love dinosaurs. So people say that there's a mosasaur still kind of swimming, like I that kind of stuff really interests me. But I like it. Yeah, I don't know if I could like pick a favorite. Like I couldn't sit here and be like, yo, the chupacabra, that thing. <laughs> Ooh. I want to hang with the chupacabra, which is just a dog with mange, right? Yep. Isn't Prob- that, uh, right? That's what some people say, yeah. Right? Some of those photos are quite special. Very. Yeah. Creepiest um, dog. They, Yeah, they definitely say that it's just a dog with mange, but the one that they actually found that they like sent in for DNA testing said that it doesn't match any dog that they've ever... So are they thinking like it's another species of... Okay, yeah. and listen, I'm fine which, with that. Yeah. Is totally possible. I just, I just like the thought of taking the science of it and then the mystery of the the mysticism yeah. of it. And when you combine those, I just think it's just so fascinating. And you just summed up our show. Yeah, yeah. No, but that's <laughs> you love the yeah. mystery, the mysticism, and the science mm-hmm. coming together. It's and fun. It, yeah, it is. And I'm okay with debunking stuff. Like if you figure yes. out, you go, "Hey, we figured out this is what it is." Okay, yep. cool. I, I that love I don't knowledge. mind, but I will put a pillow over your head if you. <laughs> Yes. Organize a hoax. Yes. yes. That I have 100%. a problem with. That's a problem. That's just rude. You know, yeah. um, like the Mothman things that are going on now, right? Isn't there something going on with Mothman stuff again? Yeah. Oh, I did, I yeah. did see. I feel like yeah. you, uh, po- I posted you posted about, about it. it. I don't remember yeah. what city it's in, though. Me either. I'd be so down been... with that being real, but it's most likely not. But yeah. I mean, all of the stuff, we probably don't have time to get into it now, but yeah. all of the like original Mothman stuff, like in Was Point it? Pleasant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is just wild. Yeah. Because it wasn't crazy. just a cryptid. It was like people were hearing voices and people were having like weird things happening things were to being them. Predicted. Mm-hmm. They were prophesizing things were going to happen. And the men in black were sighted oh, all around right. Point Pleasant coming around asking yes. questions. And people didn't know who these people, like these men in suits were. And they were like harassing, mm. uh, what's his name? Um, Richard Gere. <laughs> Richard Gere, basically. <laughs> the John. real life Richard yeah. Gere. John. John, we'll yes. call him John. I can't think of his last name right now. But they were like harassing him. He was the one that was there like documenting what was happening. Yeah. And um, there was also like major UFO sightings. And like you can actually see like pictures of these people's faces. There was a there was a kid that went blind because he looked at this this the moth light man light or whatever thing it was. and it like blinded him. Yeah. He never saw out of his eye again. 
Yeah, and there's not many things that we have that could do that to right. a human being. So it makes it you like think this was his, something like, else. Face. Yeah. This oh. was something that we can't So explain. it's just, that whole yeah. thing is really fascinating. Yeah. But, you know, usually when someone's like, oh, there was a Mothman sighting, I'm like, wasn't like, oh, a baby okay. owl? Yeah. Like, they look like Mothman. Well, yeah. They might have looked spooky in the yeah. night. <laughs> Owls are, uh, and that's, a, I've been working on something personally with writing about um, other cryptid things and Owls are very fascinating. They oh, are. Are, so cool. They're so cool. Owls are very cool. I love them. Yeah. I like owls. They do a lot of freaky shit. Yeah, like turning their head all the way around. Yeah. yeah. And, and just going, how big their eyes are when they turn back around. They're they, always blinking and looking terrifying. They represent death in the Native American culture. Did mm-hmm. you know that? No. Yeah. Great. Yeah, but that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. But anywho. Uh, but yeah, so I love uh, sea monsters. That's what love I love. It. And that's why you love the movie Deep Rising. So I love much. Deep Rising so much. It's one I of love my Deep favorite Rising. movies. I love Deep Rising. I would love a reboot because the the CGI, CGI is a little iffy. Right. You know what? Not until like the end. That's fine. Everything else is awesome. Everything else looks great. Yeah. So maybe if Lucas wanted to go in magical. there, I rented Godzilla: King of the Monsters the other mm-hmm. day. I love Godzilla. I love monster movies. Mm-hmm. Um, could have could have used a little, a lot more Godzilla in the movie. The movie oh, really? is called okay. Godzilla, and, and there, there wasn't enough Godzilla. A lot of Vera Farmiga. A lot of what? Millie Bobby Brown. I watch Stranger well, Things. I want to see the Godzilla. Okay. <laughs> so, I can see true. Millie Bobby Brown any day. Exactly. Okay. Turn on Netflix. Do love her, but yes, still but we want give me the Godzilla. Monster. So, anyways, I love sea monsters, and that's why I'd say I couldn't just pinpoint, but yeah, any, any sea monster. One more question before we take a quick break. How do you feel? Because this just had me thinking about it like mm-hmm. sewers in New York City. Mm. Mimic? Love that movie. Me too. That's, I mean, that's Guillermo's first mainstream American mm-hmm. film. Yeah. And that movie freaked me out when I saw that it. That movie was, oh yeah, when yeah. I saw it, it was terrifying. Really I terrifying. Have you seen it? Everyone tell oh. me what it's about. Okay. I'm already scared by the name because I imagine it's some kind of I'll let you take mimicking. it home and borrow it mm. because it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm nervous. But basically what happens, monster? no, mm-hmm. well, okay, oh. so basically what happens is, without spoiling too much, um, cockroaches are spreading disease throughout New York City and like children are dying. Children and elderly are like dropping like flies. Like thousands of people are dying. So they enlist this scientist. um, She's like an anthropologist. Mira Sorvino? Mira Sorvino. Ah. And they have her come in and she basically breeds something called the Judas breed Mm -hmm. where she crosses... um, mm, Bugs. I don't remember which bugs they are. It's been a long time. One's a time. praying mantis yeah. and one's something, a spider okay. or something. That's a, she crosses, breeds these bugs <clears throat> and they're known as the Judas breed and they, they kill the, the cockroaches. cockroaches. Okay. And they only had, and they were big bugs. They only had like a lifespan of like six months. Okay. That's it. And they were all female. Mm-hmm. All right. So they couldn't breed. All right. So then it's like six years later, mm-hmm. she saved thousands of lives. Uh-huh. Everything's great. And people start disappearing, mm-hmm. like in Manhattan, mm-hmm. and these enormous crossbreeds of the bugs, literally. And it's called mimic because bugs are known to like mimic other species to like mm-hmm. usually mimic like their biggest. Um, I almost said enemies, but yeah, predator. enemies. Predator. Yeah, their yeah. biggest yeah. predator, mm-hmm. and we are their biggest predator. So they, so they mimic, mimic what people. Yes. Nope, <laughs> and it's very simple. 
It's very simple. And very effective. Yes. Oh, it shit. It is so scary. Yeah. I got goosebumps. It's, a, it's an I'm excellent movie. I'm scared just hearing about that. I'm like nervous <laughs> And it's about a Guillermo del Toro it, movie. Which I Guillermo love del Toro. that. So I know I'm going to be into it because everything he does And Josh Brolin's in it. He oh, is. Yeah, I enjoy That's him right. too. I forgot he was in it. He's and the guy that works with Mira Sorvino's husband. Yeah, played by the British actor from um, the, uh, the Net with Sandra Bullock. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, that guy. Uh, now I'm very. His name's excited. Jeremy something, probably Jeremy. I, something that sounds Jeremy. right. You know? But yeah, Mimic is a. That's a fantastic movie. I feel it like is. I'll like it, but also like kind of be watching through a hole in a blanket. Yeah, is, it's a little scary. Yeah. yeah. All right, but I'll is borrow. Charles S. Dutton in it as well? He's the guy who is the train. Uh, the... I think he's in it. Rock. Remember Rock? He's also in Aliens Three. Yep, that's him. He's in it, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Love, yeah, love me he, some Charles uh, he's like a security guard. That's right. So check it I'm out. I'm into it. Yeah, you gotta watch it. Yeah. I need to watch <laughs> Creep Show too <laughs> and Mimic. Mimic. Yes, those are my two tasks. Because yes. the raft is terrifying. So, so scary. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. Skip you, the you've first been story. About it for a while. Yeah, you or you'll turn it off. I've heard this exact thing over and <laughs> over. Skip the first. Watch the raft. But yeah. I don't think I knew I had a way to watch it. Amazon. I'm doing yeah, it. And the Hitchhiker. You should watch it. Listen. Yeah, the Hitchhiker's good. Hey, lady. Thanks for the ride, Thanks lady. Thanks for the ride, lady. Thanks for the yep. ride. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyways, let's take a break. Okay. okay. That's all the time we have this week for Keep It Weird. Hi again, weirdos. Always strange when I'm recording the opening and the closing of an episode, but here we are. Thanks so much for listening to our show and supporting us by engaging with us on social media, where you can follow us at Keep It Weirdcast, by donating to our Patreon, which you can find at www.patreon.com slash keepitweirdpodcast. By rating our show on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app, five stars, hopefully. By buying our merch at www.etsy.com slash shop slash keep it weird podcast. Or just by consistently listening to our show and telling your friends to listen too. You rule. We do the show for you. You are the wildmen of our hearts. Tune in next week to hear some very spooky stories about the most haunted places in the Big Apple. In the meantime, oh God, they're playing my song again. Have a great week, the happiest of Thanksgiving, safe travels, and keep it weird. These little town blues.